さ
I don't remember the first one like leaving that much of an impression on me because uh, obviously they were coming out while I was in high school and I didn't go see them. I guess I wrote it off as being bad or something. Yeah. Because I thought it was torture porn or something. Well, I guess like the later ones, I don't know because we only watched up to three. Well, I <clears throat> kind of fell asleep during three, but it was kind of like, I mean, the first one was made in 2004. So, we were too young to really, like, have that on our radar until, like, later, besides, like, Yeah, in... I wasn't seeing horror movies like, I mean, I was yeah. a child. But I feel like by the time, like, the other stuff came out, maybe they realized, like, we have, again, we haven't seen these, so, like, I don't know, but, like, maybe they were like, dude, the reason why they're watching this is for the traps, so let's just, like, amp up the traps and die down the like storyline and plot twist basically but i could be though, wrong though i'm curious i think part of it is that the traps just get more frequent and also more ridiculous yeah with the gore like the gore that they show of the traps gets more prevalent in the series later on but i feel like it still keeps a storyline throughout i mean so far, one, two, and three, yeah. it's had a consistent storyline that it picks up where the last one mm-hmm. is episodic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming they continue that. I hope Even so. Even though with three, there's a, it ends with, Haley still hasn't finished three. Yeah, <laughs> no spoilies. But it ends with <laughs> a uh, main character dying. Yeah. <laughs> and... I don't know what that means for Saw 4, but apparently Saw 4 is good. I think Hannah said that. Yeah, I'm excited to continue to watch them. I need to watch Saw 3 again because I fell asleep. Anyways, what I was trying to get to was <laughs> I saw a spiral at, from a place of, I know I had seen some Saw, I was familiar with it, but forgot all about it. Because it was my first Saw movie as, like, an, an adult. 20-something. <laughs> yeah. So, watching the movie, yeah, it was definitely, like, to me, I just kept thinking how it didn't feel like what I thought a Saw movie was. Because the color palette in Spiral is much more vibrant than... Yeah. Saw is so, like... Blue. Gritty blue like surgical lighting i would say it's gritty to yeah the um like just the lighting is like stark and yeah. everything seems kind of grainy and dark mm-hmm. and like the black dirty, really like, goes through too. yeah yeah it's like a grimy looking movie and this one is much more clear and colorful mm-hmm. there's like di- like it's in saw one there's scenes that are just like green or like yeah like when he's in his photo developing studio it's just like red yeah from the red lighting in there but in spiral it seems like much more dynamic yeah like more realistic more 2021 looking yeah. it looks like a i don't know a multi-colorful full spectrum mm-hmm. like horror movie well did you like being in the theater again it was fine yeah i mean i felt like 
it did to me it didn't seem like that weird that we hadn't seen a movie in a yeah. while. Yeah. Which was odd. I really miss movie theater popcorn. Also I missed um spending like forty five dollars on two things. <laughs> so <laughs> since you like the buttered popcorn jelly bean flavor so much. <gasps> yeah. What if you made like a trail mix? Oh my god. That was like movie theater popcorn, the buttered popcorn jelly bean, candy corn, <laughs> and and real and corn. real corn. <laughs> oh my god! And then chunks of butter throughout the frozen <laughs> dry ice butter. Dude, honestly, that sounds really good. Freeze-dried butter. Is that a thing? Y'all, I don't... Y'all don't know this, but, like, um... Craig and I love Jelly Bellies, and my favorite flavor is buttered popcorn, and I feel like that flavor is either, like, that's your favorite flavor... Or you literally think that people that like buttered popcorn are sick in the head. So See, I'm on team I love butter popcorn. I'm kind of like, I kind of am mid-range. <laughs> I'm like you, medium on it. You, like, you I don't like feel it. strongly one way or the yeah. other. Like, I'll eat it for sure. Like, if it's like a nice little treat, you know, in the mix. It's, I just <laughs> love this weird bean that tastes butter like it's buttery and it was so weird so, what kind like, of stalk do those grow on the jelly bellies the popcorn flavored jelly bellies oh my god they literally that's like what what is their that's... bean stalk like <laughs> it just looks like normal corn <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you had like a corn cob and it was just the buttered popcorn <laughs> Dude, I would... Okay, they need to, like... I'm sure this already probably exists, but... Care... Okay. Jelly Bellies, if you're listening, um, hear me out. You need, like, some kind of, like, packaging. So, like, Jordan, our roommate, got us... a Got me a butter popcorn, like, just butter popcorn only, like, pack of Jelly Bellies. And it's like, ooh, my stomach just made a weird noise. And it's like, okay, let's take that. But instead of just, like, it being a little baggy, it can be in the shape of what it's, like, resembling. So it can be, like, no, listen, listen. It can be, like, corn shape. Or, like, if it's, like, an app. Or, uh, I guess if it's, like, um... Like, a Coca-Cola one, like a cola one, could be in the shape of... You mean of... the packaging? Yes. <laughs> so the corn shit is just like a... It's like It would look like a plastic bottle full of jelly beans, kind of? Yeah, but it would like It would look, resemble that. It would slightly. resemble corn. <laughs> or like... <laughs> so the Coca-Cola one would... Just be in a Coke bottle packaging. Yeah, okay. basically. Or so like, what's another thing? I guess like... The like steak dinner <laughs> one? What would that come in? 
That would come in. <laughs> the steak um, dinner flavored jelly steak, beans. Dude, okay, for real though, if they made like mashed potato flavored jelly bellies, You're a freak for that, that would that would be my favorite flavor. No, gravy no belly. cap. Gravy belly. Oh my god. <laughs> Get our Thanksgiving dinner jelly belly. Bro, pack. that has to exist. That has to exist. I would fucking eat that shit. I think that's like some Willy Wonka shit where. You eat an entire me- me- meal. In like oh a- yeah, yeah. The uh, it's not the everlasting gobstoppers, right? It's like something else. I remember he like. Who knows? I remember he gave yeah, that's it. That's the blueberry girl. Yeah. It like she's the a problem blueberry with pie. It, the problem is it, it is that by the time you get to dessert, you just like. Become a blueberry. Become a blueberry. <laughs> Am I remembering this Yes, right? that's like exactly. That's, she's like. Willy Wonka is kind of like Saw. It's kind of like oh my Saw God. Traps. Oh my God. That's a Saw Trap. And. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is crazy, dude. You're are, so right. What are some other traps that the kids fall into okay. in the chocolate factory? This is the thing. Listen. Okay, this is the craziest fucking also, parallel of all time. One. Okay, Willy Wonka is fucking Jigsaw. Because <laughs> each kid, like, represents they something. They wear top hats, right? That, like, <laughs> true. Each kid represents something that's like raw like bad so it's like while jigsaw like punishes like his victims for doing fucked up shit or what the fuck ever like willy wonka punishes the kids like so it's like the fucking like greed yeah like greed being a brat being like and the one who passes an asshole and the one who passes is charlie yeah and Char- even he almost failed too. But he passes the test, and and just like in Saw, the Jigsaw Killer is trying to find someone worthy to carry on his life's work after he dies of cancer. Eventually, dies of cancer. He reveals that in part three. He's like, he like says to this one character, he's like, "I was hoping you would continue." on my life's work or something like that he's he's got a terminal illness so just like in willy wonka in the chocolate factory willy wonka is retiring from the chocolate factory and he's looking for the perfect young chocolate lover (laughs) (laughs) chocolatier if you will chocolatier to take over his uh his oompa loompas it's just Saw is a reboot of Willy Wonka. Dude, I honestly bet you that if we ask, like, the writer-director of this movie... James Wan. If we asked him... Well, what are that some... Spiral is directed by the other guy. Yeah. But the original Saw is directed by James Wan. Yeah, who, who also did Insidious. Um, That fucking Dead Silent or whatever. Conjuring. The... Yeah, The Conjuring. Um, Dead Silence is the puppet movie. Yeah. Which he likes puppets. It's Yeah, I feel like that was Annabelle. Yeah. From The Conjuring franchise, and then there's Dead Silence, and then there's The Saw Puppet. Um, which is an interesting theme throughout his movies. That's yeah. Because when you look at Saw and you look at 
Conjuring and Insidious. Conjuring and Insidious are kind of similar in that they're like haunted house exorcism type yeah. movies, but Saw is like a torture like film. I would say it's like yeah. the torture subgenre of horror or something that was popular in the early 2000s with like Hostel and shit. Yeah. So it's like a torture film, but through the like slasher lens in that it's episodic and revolves around like one killer's killings. Mm -hmm. So there's like a, instead of it just being like, well, I can't speak to Hostile, but anyways, where was I going with this? Anyways, James Wan's movies are kind of like all over the place, but they all have puppets in them. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there is the thread. But I would say the puppet is a pretty big part of it's a pretty iconic at least part oh, of yeah. the Saw franchise and that that's where like the jigsaw character yeah. originates is the puppet. Yeah, when I was like little, I remember thinking that Saw was literally like about the puppet. Like I remember being like, I think like, a lot of people did. I, I remember think... just literally being like, I'm scared of the Saw puppet coming to kill me because I didn't know that I thought that that was like the monster, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like I remember seeing like trailers and shit about Saw. Well, you always used to see the Jigsaw character riding the tricycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a puppet video, though. Yeah. But they just, like, use that footage to make it look like that was a character that moves around and kills people, like, yeah. Chucky style. Or that's something. what I... That's literally what I thought, and I remember, um... The... In Scary Movie, the one where they make fun of War of the Worlds, too. Um, I think it was the one right after the Ring one. So I'm, like... I feel like it's Scary Movie, like four or some shit we really do but i remember like seeing that and like the first scene is is about saw and it's literally with shaquille o'neal and dr phil and i always fucking like think about sometimes i'll like reference this moment and i feel like no one knows what i'm talking about but at the beginning like they're trying to like make their way out of the trap and i guess um Dr. Phil fails, and he goes, I failed you, Shaq. I failed you. And I always fucking think of that. <laughs> what is your favorite um, saw trap in the Charlie and or, uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate okay. Factory? Is um, it the blueberry? Oh, That's probably okay. the most iconic. That's a very iconic. as a blueberry. That's a very iconic scene, but honestly, um, okay. There's a few things about the Willy Wonka movie. Also, Willy Wonka could be interpret, in, interpreted under a contemporary lens of escape rooms as yeah. well. Whereas Saw, we watched it and we were like, this is basically like the horror version of a movie version of an escape room. Yeah, it is. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is also escape rooms. Yeah, I would go to either of Either themed escape rooms. Also, but before, going back I, to, okay. before I keep messing this up, so let me get this right. There's a book called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And then there's the movie Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka and the, the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory. Factory. And then Tim Burton made the remake 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I honestly don't Because I keep it accidentally saying Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I know it's like the name of the book. Y'all like all know. the first movie is Willy Wonka, right? They all know what we're talking about. But to answer your original question, <laughs> what's my favorite saw trap in Willy <laughs> Wonka? Um, okay. What so... The okay, well, I'm gonna start by not remember. answering your question and saying the scariest part of the first the Willy Wonka movie was when they're in the fucking boat and suddenly they're going really fast and he's like saying this really weird monologue like Gene Wilder's just like fucking on one saying this weird shit and then you see footage of a chicken getting its head chopped off. I did not remember that. Oh my god, dude. We need to rewatch that movie because that scene is why I know a lot of people that do not fuck with that movie, and that scene is why. Is but, that the saw trap? No, that's just a scary scene. But my favorite saw trap, honestly, is when the fucking, I think his name's like Augustus Floop or whatever. He's like the German, like, fat kid. He, like, lands in the chocolate thing because he's, like, overeating, like, all of the chocolate shit. And he gets sucked up in the hose. And then I feel like he gets sucked up and um, they're like, where is he going to go? And then, like, fucking Gene Wilder's like, I don't know, the incinerator or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Basically, his answer for, like, every single kid is like, yeah, they're going to just, him. like, die, I guess. <laughs> Because it's a saw trap, and he doesn't want them to be scared because he needs them to go into the next trap. Yeah. What's your favorite saw trap of the Willy Wonka I can't series? remember. Okay, there's, okay. So there's Blueberry there's Girl. The, so you're talking about when they, all the kids first enter the chocolate factory, and the one kid falls into, like, the chocolate river? Yeah. Yeah. He falls into the chocolate river. Gets sucked up by a light tube thing. And that's when the Oompa Loompas are introduced. Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee yeah. Doo. And then there's Blueberry Girl because she eats the thing when yeah. she's not supposed to. And I know that the rich girl in the movie. The golden egg or whatever. Yeah, there's something to thing, do right? with. It's like the Tim Burton one. All these squirrels like drag her into like, a thing that's, like, a bad nut. But I think in the original <laughs> one, it's, like, a golden egg thing. And I don't think... I think she just falls in there. But I don't remember, really. But I liked that. I also... Oh, there's and the then there's char- a TV kid, too. Oh, yeah. What happens with him? He shrinks! Oh, my God. This is... That movie's good. Let's watch it. These are saw traps. There's also, like, Charlie almost eats the, like, bubble gum that makes him float or whatever. Well, they, they take he, like, just enough to do it, then, And yeah. then, like, Willy Wonka's like, Charlie, I need you to be the guy. You can't be doing this type of shit. Like, <laughs> he's like, I need you to take over my chocolate factory, Charlie. And Charlie's like, sorry. And Charlie's like, sorry. He, I, like, yells at him. I wanted bubble gum. And, and the grandpa's like, fuck you! <laughs> the grandpa who seemingly, like, couldn't walk before. <laughs> oh my god, and they're all four in the same fucking bed. <laughs> oh my god, imagine, like, my parents and your parents, like, when they're old, and, like, we just, like, have one. We, we all live in this apartment. All the walls are torn down, but our parents are 
all in one bed together. They, they looked like fucking peasants or something. I'm like, yeah, they damn, were y'all are really fucking hamming this up. Like, the They were poor AF. He barely had money to spend on one chalky bar, and then he got the golden ticket. I got the golden ticket. Anyways, Saw, <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory crossover yeah. mashup. So, um, I, I actually want to talk about Spiral a little more okay, before we do get it. into Saw. Let's do it. We got plenty of time. Yeah. So, Spiral. Let me just say, I've been back and forth on this since we watched it. I, li- I like it. I personally like it. Is it good? I don't know. Like, <laughs> sometimes I feel like the acting is just a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the timing, maybe it's just the writing, but, or maybe it's just my, like, preconceived notions of, like, Chris Rock. Yeah. But his delivery is confusing sometimes, I would say, in the acting. Like, sometimes he says something and I can't tell, like, what he's saying seems like he should be saying it angrily. But he's not, you know, like yeah, or, or he's not he's screaming it with a or smile. the intensity. Yeah, there's a smile or something. Yeah, like, it's that kind of awkward acting sometimes, and like the lines can be a little corny. Yeah, but I really like the movie. Yeah, it seemed like it had a good budget. It and it seemed like it had a good budget for a Saw movie too. Yeah. And, I mean, it had Chris Rock, Samuel L. Jackson, the guy from Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. I don't, I'm not good with actors' names, but. I don't even know his name either, but the zaddy from Handmaid's Tale. It's weird because he's, like, not. Okay, he's not hot, but for some reason in the Handmaid's Tale, he is hot. Well, he's the only seemingly good guy in Gilead. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. So you're just like, ooh, (laughs) You, like, want to see him in June Fuck, because you're just like, this is, like, the one guy. But also... Anyways. Okay, anyways, so... So he's but, in it, too, and... <laughs> so, there's also lots of locations. I noticed that while we were watching. I was like, damn, they, there's, like, they're going all over the place. Yeah. With the different locations. Like, whereas you watch the first Saw, and it's mostly 80% of the movie in one room. Yeah, well, that budget was only $1.2 million, and it was also shot in 18 days. Yeah, but I'm just saying for them to bring Saw back, kind of, Mm -hmm. with this, like, soft reboot slash side story, whatever this ends up being, which we can talk about, too. Yeah. It seems like they gave it a budget that it needs, especially considering it's one of the first movies that is going to, like, open in theaters... That's true. And, like, they're probably expecting it not to do that well. But the, it ha- seems like it has a good budget. Though I will say most of this movie was shot before COVID, I read. And then it was postponed, the release. Yeah, yeah. Also, we love the 21 Savage song, Oh my god, Spiral, I can't stop fucking listening to it. Which, if you watch it, plays at the end of the movie yeah. only, during the credits. yeah. Um, what I liked about Spiral was, like, well, the cinematography was cool. Yes. Um, I, I mean, the story was cool. I feel like it was, like, obviously it's, like, super relevant. Um, 
But I also, I think I liked, I liked how it was, like, kind of funny. And I'm sure if I saw previous Saw movies, I could see how much of, like, a, like, I feel like there was a little bit of, like, self-referencing moments in Spiral, but I honestly don't remember them because, again, I watched it with, like, zero context from any other Saw movies. But something, like, I really liked the editing in it. Like, in all the Saw movies, there's these moments with the trap reveals where they just do crazy camera movements and super interesting tech editing and camera techniques combined. And also, in the uh, earlier Saw movies, and I think in Spiral, too, yeah, when there's big re- plot reveals, twists revealed, they, like, cut through, like, the way they show you everything connecting all yeah. at once. They, like, yeah. in your head, you hear a there's a reveal yeah and you know there's like some weight to it and it's familiar to you but what really drives it home is that they flash back to all these scenes rapidly yeah they rapidly flash back to make it all like rush into your memory yeah it's cool you're like oh yeah all of this matters because of all of these little tiny things yeah yeah dude it's i feel like honestly that's why i'm like Damn, it's sad that I thought for so long that Saul was just, like, torture porn without knowing anything because the way, the filmmaking techniques of this movie, like, no fucking cap, like, are honestly really clever and cool. Like, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm a huge Saw stan right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I hope, so, Haley and I talked about this when we left the movie, like, do you think this movie, there's there could be a spiral too? Yeah. Be- so, and it's bad of us to even speculate on this because if we had just seen all of the Saw movies, I'm sure this would be clear to us. But I'm assuming the Saw, Jigsaw Killer is dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on three... I'm assuming the Jigsaw Killer is dead, but there's still four, five, six. I think there's, it goes up to eight, and I then Jigsaw. I think there's jigsaw. six, and then seven. I think there's seven. Or no, there's six, and then there's 3D, Saw 3D, and then there's Jigsaw, and then there's Spiral. Mm. Jigsaw came out in 2017. I think that's right. But, so there are movies in the, like, mainline Saw franchise, not like Saw 3D or Jigsaw. The killer from the original Saw movies is presumed dead by us, the viewer of Spiral. And they're trying to figure out what is it, this person is obviously influenced by the Jigsaw killer. Is it a copycat killer? Whatever, like there's lineage there and he's using the same aesthetics as the jigsaw killer Mm -hmm. so for it would to me that leads me to believe and the ending of this spiral movie is ambiguous as to Mm -hmm. what what's gonna could happen 
So this could just be a one-off, or yeah. maybe we could have a spiral two that just continues the story in a like direct way, like Saw two and yeah. Saw three did. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, like obviously we talked about this. I was in the camp that this was a one-off, and I personally think that this would be more. I personally think it should stay a one-off, um, but. Also, I would say that seeing the rest of the Saw franchise kind of changed my mind about... I was like, there's no way they're going to make this, this uh, like, the new Saw or whatever. But, like, when I saw the original, like, the first three Saws, I'm like... Well, and also just, like, we literally review horror movie franchises, <laughs> like... It's very possible that they could just have Spiral 2, but I don't know if it's going to be as good, but... Well, here, so here's what leads me to believe, hesitant to believe that they are going to make a Spiral 2. I think they could. I think they left it open because they know that if the movie does really well, and if there's a good script and there's interest from the actors, like, they could easily do a Spiral 2. But I'm hesitant to believe that there will be a spiral too. Yeah. Because Chris Rock is involved. Like, I feel like the odds of him, like, now being a main part of the yeah. spiral franchise, like, seem slim to yeah, me. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, he just seems like too big of a name to just, like, be doing spiral every year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. that makes me kind of feel like it could be a one off. But they could always explain away Chris Rock's yeah. character and do a new story. Yeah, I would with say, the same yeah. lineage of as Spiral. Yeah, I would definitely say if there's a second, like if there's a new Saw movie coming out like soon, I would say Chris Rock has nothing to do with it, and I honestly would say that Handmaid's Tale guy has nothing to do with it either. It might just be a totally different thing. I, I don't feel like know. I could. E I, I feel like, feel like they're more likely. Has to be in it. I feel like they're more likely to literally somehow do like retcon it and just do it. Maybe like, this episode is about Saw, <laughs> the franchise in general, I guess. But most, but with a primary Saw focus on one, Saw one, <laughs> and also heavy introduction about Spiral, which we just saw, <laughs> and but a we, little bit about Willy Wonka. <laughs> Yeah, well, Willy Wonka is firmly in the Saw franchise. <laughs> it's a prequel. <laughs> like, it's like that is the DNA of the Saw franchise. Yes. Like, ask James Wan. Ask Absolutely the correct. <laughs> this is... Fucking true, dude. I swear to God. Wait a second. If you slow down that song, is it the song? Do, 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 oompa loom, oompa loop, oompa doop. Dude, you know the cover has to be like fucking Jigsaw and Willy Wonka's outfit. Any last comments on spiral um what did you think about the gore 
the gore. Especially I was, now that you saw Saw 1, 2, and Part 3. I mean, I thought the gore was really good. Again, like, these editing techniques make your... It's like, it causes a psychological reaction to what you're seeing beyond just, like... Even if it was, like, not that... I mean, I think that the, like, effects were good and stuff, but, like, I think what's... This is an overall note about the Saw franchise, but it's, like, very amped up in Spiral. Like, from what I've seen so far, like, Spiral has, like, the craziest, like, uh, trap reveal flashback, like, cuts and shit so far. I would also say that in Spiral, like, the movie is constantly amped up to 11. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, always, like high energy, high stakes, like, screaming. I feel like the whole movie, there's it's there's no moment of levity aside from little, like, quips that Chris Rock makes yeah. that are funny. It, it's, it's still, like, he makes jokes, but he makes jokes in a way that's, like, he his character is just a funny guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. if you were to work with Chris Rock, if you were a cop, <laughs> let's role play as cops for a second. So we're cops hanging out and Chris Rock's character is just like a dude you work with. He's like a funny guy. Yeah. It's not like he's a, it's a comedic movie. Yeah. And he's saying lines for the camera. It's just like every now and then he tells like a funny aside mm-hmm. or like, Makes a humor humorous like comment. Yeah, it's not like a comment. This is not a horror comedy. Yeah, it's not. It's not funny. Even though Chris Rock is in it, and there are some like we watched a feature, or I did. I watched a feature, some interview with Chris Rock, and like, so the scene. I think it's the first scene with Handmaid's Tale guy. He's yeah. introduced. Or no, it, maybe it's just the first scene with where Chris Rock is introduced. The Forrest Gump. Yeah, talking about Forrest Gump. And well, he's like undercover and he's getting ready to like with the okay, yeah. robbers. He's getting ready to like rob, quote unquote. We think that Chris Rock is like a robber. I didn't know that. Again, I went into this completely blind, so I didn't know he was supposed to be playing a cop. And I also didn't really know this was going to be about, like, cops in general. Yeah, until, I didn't like, the, until I didn't watch a trailer scene. at all. I never watch trailers, yeah. by the way. That's a good rule. I usually do. But um, he just is, like, saying funny, like, funny thoughts on Forrest Gump. His opinion on Forrest Gump. And it's just, like, in real life, like, you know, you see these, like, heist movies or whatever. And it's all business. All, like, serious like, but I feel like it's more realistic to have, like, one guy kind of, like, joking around, talking about something, like, something funny, like, just kind of, like, shooting Definitely. the shit. So, that's kind of, and like, And people, like, what, people are talking yeah. about Chris Rock, you're right, people are talking about Chris Rock being in this movie because Chris Rock is known for his stand-up comedy. People obviously expect there to be some role of com- like comedic element to the film because Chris Rock is associated with it, and it's kind of true, but like you're saying, not really. He's just like 
a point of levity. It's like a realistic depiction. Yeah, exactly. Of just like someone who's funny, but it's not like he's playing a comedic role. Yeah, yeah. He's just playing a role as a funny person. Yeah. Which, like, to me, that's just a natural way of filmmaking that's, like, kind of not done enough. Yeah. And it's weird that, like, people are even talking about Spiral and, like, whether or not it's a comedic role or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, like, it's just Chris Rock is just a character acting, and he's kind of funny. It just makes sense, you know what I mean? And you th- I think about, like, the first Saw movie, now that we watched it, there's, like, even moments there where a character says a comment that's, like, kind of ironically funny. Yeah. Or something. Like, the younger character, what is his name? Adam? Adam. He's, like constantly kind of heckling yeah and like saying funny he's like his first line is like i fell asleep in my shithole apartment and i woke up in this shithole yeah this like literal shithole or something like that yeah like he calls his apartment a shithole like that's just kind of funny yeah and then he's <laughs> like, in a bathroom where there's literally like shit in the toilet like, like he's like a light-hearted he seems like a he says the funny fuck lines. Up. He says up. the funny lines yeah. in the movie. He seems like a fuck up, like, young character. Yeah. Type. Not serious. Yeah, we. I like Spiral a lot. That's yeah. my final thought. I like Spiral, Spiral too. I, I thought definitely, Chris Rock was great in it. Yeah, definitely recommend it. We are fans. Um, good traps. Good first movie back. I'll remember it forever. Great, great uh, theme song. Great theme song. The music yeah. video is really cool for it, too. <laughs> we're kicking off a good... I think we're starting 2021's, like, horror movies that are going to come out pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of ones I want to see. Before the Spiral movie, we saw the Candyman trailer, and it looks oh, fucking really yeah, good. Oh, yeah, it looks really good. It looks better than the original Candyman. Saw, 2004... Directed by James Wan, who we mentioned. In his first feature. In his first ever feature. Um, also written by Lee Lee Winelli. And they also like co-wrote the story. And also, Lee plays Adam in the movie. And also... The main character. The main, like, yeah, one of the main characters. And also, um, before... We, we started this podcast. Craig and I watched the short. Okay, so Saw came out in 2004. In 2003, they created a short film with the same name, Saw. And basically, it's if you've ever seen Saw 1, it's the scene with like the junkie girl, but basically, like, played by Lee. And who like plays Adam who plays Adam in the movie song. and also wrote the the movie and all the that stuff. The writer of these movies yes. plays plays the character, the character who is a then in the original saw yeah. gender swapped 
Yeah. It only referenced in the past. Yeah. So that was like kind of like, I mean, a lot of times like, you know, these shorts are like a proof of concept to get these movies produced. So that's definitely the case with this one. Like no one wanted to really like produce this. Um, But I think after seeing that short, like then people had interest in it. Um, yeah, it seems like the watching this short, it really made me realize, like, the point of these movies is the traps, undeniably. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you said, you, before seeing Saw, you had this preconceived notion that it was super heavy on, like, the torture, gore, trap element. And you're right, there's a lot more to this series than that, especially the first movie is, like, very heavy, like, cerebral plot. Yeah. Twists and turns. It's very plot-heavy. Yeah, with there's, like, like You need tracks. to pay attention to the twists and turns yeah. for it to be as effective. Yeah, exactly. It's more of a thriller, the it's first It's more one. of a thriller. Yeah. But when you watch the original short, it, the short is basically just, like, they made this cool prop, which was the mask, mm-hmm. and it's, like, all about the trap and what this mask is going to do to someone, a yeah. victim. And it's also, it's about that, and they introduce the element of he has a choice, and it's, mm-hmm. like, a psychological, moral dilemma. Yeah. So, like, from the first movie, it's basically just a trap scene. It's, I mean, the first short yeah. film is a... 11 minute 12 minute trap scene mm-hmm. where you're just like dropped in to that right mm-hmm. well he's talking about he's, it after he's the being fact. interrogated yeah. yeah and explaining what mm-hmm. happened to him and then mm-hmm. it's just a flashback so it's the trap scene and you see the video the tape recording of the jigsaw puppet mm-hmm. explaining the trap and the moral dilemma and then it's just how he gets out of the trap. And yeah. that's Saw. Mm-hmm. Like, that short film is called Saw. That's, like, the start of Saw, I would yeah. say. Per- initial concept. Yeah. All this other shit just came along. Like, they were like, all right, let's make a movie about traps and moral dilemmas. Mm-hmm. So I would say that is the overarching, like, Saw yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, cool traps, inventive traps, and inventive moral dilemmas. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you can infinitely repeat those, yeah. basically. <laughs> and the rest of the plot, it's like a garnish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so, basically, with this, I'm gonna try to, like, simplify the story of Saw with you. It's where it's literally, it's, it's sort of like, the, the end has, like, about 58 twists and turns so it's like a lot but basically you are you start the movie and you're with adam who is like this young guy and this doctor dr lawrence are both chained in a bathroom wake up they wake up chained in a bathroom there's a there's a hacks they both have a hacksaw They're trying to figure out, basically, like, eventually it becomes revealed that Dr. Lawrence needs to kill Adam or his family is going to die. 
and they don't really understand what that means. Like, he think like, they're, they're not really sure. They don't know each other. They don't know how they're related what whatsoever. Then we kind of, like, get into, like... There's lots of reveals. Yeah. The... The first reveal is that Dr. Lawrence is a suspect in these jigsaw killings. Yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> There's the, so much. The doctor. So when, when does he have that realization? Is it upon hearing the tape? Yes. And then he has the realization. So. Yeah. And then there's a whole flashback. You're introduced to this older cop character mm -hmm. who has been obsessed with the jigsaw killer yeah. ever since this one interaction where his partner died yeah. at the hands of the jigsaw killer. And he almost caught him, but he got away. Yep. And it left the doctor... He... Well, like, he... Crippled... What what was wrong with him? No, the cop got his throat slit, but then, like, he didn't die from that. But, basically, before, okay, before, like, that it, interaction, the cop was, like, interrogating the doctor. Basically, like, there was some sort of, like, fucking tie-in... The pin. So, the Zep, oh. Zep is a student of Lawrence. Yes. A medical yes. student. Yes. Trained to be a doctor or a surgeon or whatever. And they all work at this hospital together. Yeah. And Zep, this character, ends up having this pin. Mm-hmm. And that leads you to believe that Zep is the jigsaw killer. Yeah. And that's the red herring of let's say, the first half of the yeah. movie. Later on, after a bunch of crazy shit has happened, you realize Zepp isn't the killer, and he is also a participant, a player in this game. Yeah. That's also the Jigsaw Killer's tagline is, I want to play a game. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. This is all a game, and you're like playing it. You're yeah. the victim. So, Zep is also a player in this game mm -hmm. who is being puppeteered to enforce a game with yeah. Lawrence and yes. Adam. Yes. So, <laughs> also noted that... All, okay, so it's Lawrence, Adam, they wake up, and in the middle, there's a dead body with blood pulled out of the dead body. And a gun. And a gun. So they're like, it's just like this whole fucking thing of like, is Dr. Basically, is Dr. Lawrence going to fucking shoot Adam and save his family? We are, it is revealed that Zepp is holding Dr. Lawrence's family hostage. And it's, let's just like try to like, there's so many twists and turns, y'all. Just please watch the movie, but we're going to try to summarize it as best we can because there's so much but basically, it's revealed that Adam was hired by... As a PI. As a PI to stalk Dr. Lawrence, who is also having an affair with a, with a fucking 
like, intern or whatever, but then, like, that also just, like, he was like, never mind, I'm not gonna do this, but that was his, like, alibi was his affair, basically, to, like... So, so, (laughs) yeah, so, private investigator, though, was hired by not his wife. Yeah, no. It was hired, he... He wasn't hired to catch him cheating. No, he, he was wasn't. hired by the black cop. Yes, to figure from out the flashback. Yes. He was hired by that cop because the cop was suspect of yeah. Lawrence yes. being the jigsaw killer because of the pin association. Mm-hmm. So then Adam stalks him. Mm-hmm. And instead of finding out that he's the jigsaw killer, just finds out that he's having an affair. Yeah. But he doesn't, he assumes that he's having an affair. What really happened, at least on the day that Adam was watching Lawrence, Mm -hmm. what really happened was Adam catching him go into a hotel room with a woman, and then you see what happened in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. And Lawrence was like, you can't call me. I was with my family. I could have been caught. He realizes that, like, He's not willing to be caught that it ma- his family matters yeah, too much to yeah. him mm-hmm. to be caught, and he's going to stop it. And that's the moment that he chooses to stop cheating or yeah. whatever, stop seeing mm-hmm. this woman, yes. unnamed woman. So Adam thinks he, wrongly thinks that he had just caught him cheating, but really... I don't know. There he was, was a like blossoming affair thing. or yeah. something. And he told her no. He was ending things or what? Yeah, something happened there. Yeah. Basically, Lawrence has like a redemption moment mm-hmm. when they show that what really happened in the flashback. Yeah. That he does care about his family, and it seemed like he was like on a path to like improve his relationship, yeah. and then Lawrence got kidnapped, and Adam got kidnapped, and then they woke up in the bathroom. So then, again, you're thinking that this Zep dude is, like, is the is the guy because he's the one we're seeing. The also, fucking cop is, like, surve- surveying the fucking doctor's house, and he sees that the guy is, like, there. The guy, like, fucking ties up the doctor's wife and daughter so we're like this guy is gonna kill them and we also see the surveillance surveillance shit in like the house of like he's watching the doctor and adam doing all this shit he's communicating with them it we're like this guy is the guy this guy is jigsaw he also like I will say that I did know enough about the Saw series. I don't know how I knew this going into it, but I did know that the killer of the Saw movies was, like, some guy dying of cancer. So as soon as we see the patient, that John dude or whatever, and the guy's like, he's a genius, I'm like, okay, I know that he's... I know that that guy's the killer, but he's, like, passed out in a hospital bed... So maybe he's just, like, whispering in this guy's ear, and this guy's not in the movie really at all, and he's in the movie, like, later on. Um, But I was wrong about that. (laughs) So So why why Lawrence, why Zep, why Adam? Like, 
So wasn't there something about the Saw Killer, the one dying of cancer? Was it? Didn't he choose Lawrence because he was going to be like the surgeon that solves his cancer or something? Or is he the one who gave the diagnosis? He's the one that gave the diagnosis. Because he was like, you spend your life, like, telling people that you're going to die. Like, let's flip the fucking, like, let's flip the okay, yeah. tables, basically. And now why Zep? I forget. Any explanation? Is it just a red hair? I think it was just, like, he connected with this dude. So, like, this guy was, like, listening to him. And he actually, I feel like... It was part game because, like, obviously, I think he got injected with, like, poison or some fucking shit. Oh, yeah. So, he he had one of those, like, slow-acting poison things. And basically, he could only get the cure if he killed the doctor's family. Yeah. Or he could only get the cure if the do- Okay. The first, the first, like, the doctor needed to kill Adam in order for his family to be saved, and John Jigsaw to give Zepp the medication. Or, or the doctor and Adam fail, and they both die, and then Zepp kills the family, and then he gets the poison. Or, what happened was, the doctor and Adam technically both fail the test, Zepp fails the test because the daughter and the wife escape his clutches, so he just fucking dies, and he's, like, also in communication with the doctor, and he's like, I have to, like, oh, so, basically... Well, he kills him. The, he, does, he doesn't just die of the poison. He doesn't, because... Because Adam kills him with the toilet, back of the toilet. Yeah. The toilet cover or whatever tank cover. Yeah, because he like whacks him in the head a bunch of times. Because he goes and he's trying to like last. He realizes it's too late, and it's too late because he thinks that he's like, okay, I'm just gonna kill the doctor because the doctor and Adam, and if I do that, then I'm gonna get the cure. But it like that doesn't work because he dies. Gordon cuts off his foot. He goes to seek help. Oh yeah, in but, the slowest scene ever. Yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, Adam, <laughs> I'm going to get help now. And he like crawls, and then he like makes it like, t- like two paces forward. Like if you were walking, it would be like you took two steps. He crawls that amount towards the exit, and he's like looks back slowly at Adam, and Adam's like. Go, go. And he's like... <laughs> Basically. Okay. And he's like, okay. If I, I won't forget about you. Yeah. I'm going. And, and he's <laughs> like, I need to hurry. I'm like, dude, you're dying. Because I'm going to bleed out and die. And then we'll both And I'm die. like, bro, you're dead now. <laughs> and we're like, you literally don't have to just try. And also, like, the cop broke into the fucking warehouse. And, of course, he fucking dies. Everyone just fucking dies. Adam's alone with the fucking dead body on the floor, and he's like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do now? The only, like, his hacksaw broke, but also, obviously, cutting off his foot is not the solution either, because the doctor is gonna die. He's like, what the fuck am I gonna do? He's sitting there waiting. All of a fucking sudden... 
the body that was in the room the whole time covered whole, in blood what was it like an hour or something like six hours I think it was, I think it was like three hours or something yeah, like that like he had just been lying on the room completely still pretending to be dead and it was the jigsaw killer he, wo- he woke up and he was just like what's up I'm at, and then it just, and then it, like, does that, like, classic, like, reveal thing where you have all these weird flashbacks, and it's, like, it shows, like, Dr. Gordon being, like, you're gonna die, and then it shows, like, the guy, like, with Zepp, and Zepp's, like, he's a genius, and then it shows this guy, like, blah, 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 and, like, it's just, like, all this shit, and then you're just, like, oh, my God, that, I was, like, (laughs) my mouth was agape. I was so shocked, and then Adam, he just is like, I, bye, and locked Adam in the room, and we find out in the following film that Adam obviously fucking died, because he was just trapped in the fucking bathroom, and but starved then to death and you died. Find, but then, no, he didn't starve to death. In part three, there's oh. another flashback that the little helper bitch went in and killed him. After oh! Oh! <gasps> I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, I fell asleep during three, so that that's crazy. But, okay. <laughs> so that's, like, the plot. <laughs> or, like, we tried. But let's talk about the traps, because there's, there's obviously, like, more than just what we told you. There, they had, like, some flashback traps and different victims, and then obviously the short film saw was repeated in the feature film Saw via, like, a scene with a different character. I think her name's Amanda. hmm So, we see a few victims. Um, one of them is a guy that they made him go through... They. Jason made him go through, like, the these crazy, like, razor wire things. Oh, yeah. Because he almost killed... He, like tried to kill himself, and he's like, let's see if you actually want to kill yourself and try to escape the scene and gets stuck and dies. Um, another one, what was the other trap? So there's the trap of them being in the room together. Like, yeah. With the Jigsaw Killer, there's multiple different kinds of traps. There's the ones that are, like, apparatuses that you're put into. Mm-hmm. And then there's ones that are, like, scenarios that you have to escape from but you're not like being bound by any large piece of equipment or anything like that like typically there will be traps that are like you're basically crucified or yeah you're there's some apparatus over your head but then there's also like this trap of two people stuck in a room figure out how to get out of yeah. the room and it's not necessarily, like, a bomb is going to go off or anything. It's, like, you guys talk to each other and try to figure out how to escape, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, the first trap is the bathroom trap, mm-hmm. which we just basically described to you all in detail. Which is the main trap of the that's movie. That's the main trap. It's, like, that's the plot of the movie yes. is what happens in the bathroom. The second trap we see is the razor wire maze, which I just 
said. Which is referenced as something that happened in the past. The third, yeah, these are flashbacks. So the third trap is flammable jelly, and it's basically the one where he he has, like, the, I love the fucking puppet. Just like there's slow acting poison coursing through your veins right now, and it's always, <laughs> and basically he has like flammable shit all over his body, and he has to like, oh, he He's has looking to looking for a combination to a lock with would, only a candle. Yeah, he has a candle. He has to scan the walls of the room, which are covered in numbers, and look for the combination that will unlock. A lock that is keeping him from what? It's the lock for the cure. Okay, the lock that has the antidote to the <laughs> slow acting poison. Yeah. Also, he's covered in, so he has only a candle to look at the combination. And as the candle burns down, eventually it's gonna like burn catch all him on fire. Catch him on fire. But, and that's bad enough. Um, the whole floor is covered with glass. <laughs> So it's basically like some of these traps is just like you're gonna die. Yeah. Um this okay, then the third er, the fourth trap is the reverse bear trap, which again is what was in the um in the first saw film, the first saw short film. And basically this is the only survivor of any saw traps to to this like to our knowledge. And she was this junkie and basically she woke up. There is a bear trap contraption around her mouth. And it's going to expand and rip her mouth open unless she can figure out how to find the key to unlock the trap and remove it from her head. The hint to getting the key is an x-ray with a body and a stomach. And then she sees that there's a man Lying on the floor, and she, she thinks, thinks he's dead. dead. He says, "There's a dead body of one of your former slaves." But then he opens his eyes mm-hmm. and looks at her, and she knows he's not dead, but she still kills him. Yeah, and gets the key right, and unlocks it right when it, it thinks. And she's like, "He helped me." Like the words he says is like, "Now you appreciate like life or whatever." Yeah. Now. Yeah, now you value life. Yeah. Know the true value of life or something like that. And he's like, fuck. Then there's the drill chair, which is, like, this was the one where the cops are trying to, like, save him, basically. Where there's just, like, he's just trapped and slowly the drills are gonna, like, drill into his head, basically. And I don't, I mean... The cop is trying to save him, but I honestly think they just, like, all died. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, that one that one guy. Um, okay. So then there's, like, how, he, how the main cop's partner died was there was, like, a rig of a bunch of shotguns, basically, on the ceiling, and he crossed a wire, and then it they all shot down, and he basically, like, split in half. He was escaping at that point, too, or thought he was. Yeah. That character who got shotgunned. He was, like, running out the door thinking that he was free or something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's Zeb. Yeah, so... 
Zepp his being tested because he's being forced to enact all of this violence. Yeah. He's being tested to see if he's willing to enact all this violence against others and torture other people to mm. save his own life. Yeah. He kind of p- takes on the role of the killer. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, at the first part of the movie, you think maybe at 50% through the movie, halfway through the movie, you mm-hmm. think that Zep is the killer, and then it's not revealed until the very end. That yeah. It's someone else puppeteering him as yeah. well. Someone that's been on the floor of the bathroom. So still. Like, that was crazy. Even though I knew that it was the guy that was dying from cancer, I did not know that was how they were going to show us. So that was cool. I just, like, this movie had so many twists and turns, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was, like happy to watch this again definitely it was different i remember at the time of like when it came out and when these movies were coming out thinking like those movies are trash like it's like popular shock horror bullshit like that was just the general like opinion at the time that was like oh those movies are trash or whatever looking back i'm like those those movies are fucking sick. Yeah. they gotten better with time because now it's, like, not so much the zeitgeist anymore, the style of film, so you can look back and appreciate it. Yeah. Whereas it's not, you're not being bombarded with it all the time with, like, trailer previews and you're, like, it's being parodied mm-hmm. by stuff and it's just, mm-hmm. like, ubiquitous. Yeah. Looking back on it, it's, like, really cool. I'm sure at the time, it was like, I roll, like, another Saw movie. Wow, it's just going to be more people getting tortured. It's just torture after torture. Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, I mean, from what I've seen, again, I've seen the second one. And um, maybe, like, 25% of the third one, because, again, I did fall asleep. But that was not a testament to it being boring. That was just, I can't watch movies past 10 p.m. because I'm a baby. So, um, I will say that they each were, like, really good. I feel like it's, like, again... Yeah, I like them all so they're far. Just, it's, like, a psychological thriller, and it also puts you in the place of, like... Obviously, yes, it's gross. There's, like, really gross, nasty scenes. Um, but... I think these movies are harder to watch than most horror movies. Yeah. Because, like, what I think Haley's about to say is you imagine yourself yep. in the trap going through the moral dilemma yourself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a would-you-rather scenario. Would you rather this happen to you or this? Yeah. And... It's funny because there's, like, a Saw rip-off movie called Would You Rather. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And there's another Saw rip-off movie called Vile. There's a lot of Saw yeah. rip-off movies where it's basically the same shit. Yeah. Moral um, dilemma horror. <laughs> if you were in a Saw... Okay. So if you were in any of the Saw traps... Which one do I think I would survive? Yeah. Out of all of these? Yeah, out of all of these ones. I, it feels bad to say, but honestly, I think Amanda had the easiest one. Yeah. I think I would be most likely to survive Amanda's bear trap one, because 
I mean, she was just like pruned to pass that. Yeah. Because it's like she's told the guy's dead. Obviously, if you believe the guy's dead and that there's a key in his chest and this fucked up killer is like trying to get you to cut open this guy's chest and remove yeah. his key to save your own life. Yeah. If you're like, he's dead, of course you're going to go kill this guy. And then even if you realize he's alive, I guess if you're just running on adre- adrenaline yeah. and like. You're like, fuck, like, it's happening now. I'm going for it already. Yeah. Like, <laughs> YOLO. I, I, already, I already committed to killing this guy. He's going to be surprise awake. Like, yeah. Fuck like, it. It's, I'm in. Yeah. I feel like same, but also, like, I don't know, dude. It's just hard. Like, okay. So, wait. My, my thing is, like, obviously, if you have to inflict pain upon yourself, if yeah. you have to torture yourself to survive... That's going to be harder to do than inflicting pain on someone else. One is more of like a moral dilemma and it causes like moral and psychological anguish. The other is just like there's this physical aspect that's like I almost feel like it would be harder to push past something Mm -hmm. that was like ripping your finger off or sawing through your foot. That would be Obviously, there's stories of real life stories of people trapped in scenarios where mm. they like cut their arm off to survive, yeah, yeah. being stuck or something. But mm. like, so it is. Your human body is able to do crazy shit like that, yeah. But just to imagine having to cut through your own leg, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I think I, if I, I really I had to come yeah. down to it, if it was like carve this key out of someone's chest i don't think i would do that yeah but it's more believable to me (laughs) than cutting my own like leg off or ripping my fingers off or like yeah Yeah. or i mean like okay uh, let's be honest i would just die yeah I, I would think, die too, for sure. I don't but think I, I would think, kill this guy to save my life. I think hypothetically, okay. So let's say we, okay, we're waking up and it's this character, Adam, is in the room and we're instructed to kill him. First of all, the f- first, this guy is annoying. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I'm like, I honestly, if the first thing I was like, what's your name? And he, and he's like, I don't fucking know how I got here. What's yours or whatever? I'd be like, I was, as soon as I heard like, you have to kill Adam or your whole family's gonna fucking die. Oh yeah. Also, if it's your family, like, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if they were like, I bet <laughs> kill this random emo teen. And save your, like, wife and two children. I'd probably be like, all right, sorry, buddy. (laughs) We're going to jail for this. Um, Dude, okay, so what about, I feel like, honestly, the spiral, okay, the spiral traps. Let's talk about those. This next section is going to be spoilers for spiral. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to know, like, details about what... Like, if you don't want to know any details about the traps in Spiral, because I know a lot of people watch Saw for the traps, I Mm -hmm. guess it's a big part of the movie. If you don't want that spoiled for you and you want to see the movie Spiral first, then don't listen to the next 
10, 15 minutes or so of the podcast. Yeah. Because we're going to be talking about the spiral traps. Yes. There's only a few of them. Yeah. So, we have... Thank you for saying that. So, we have... This guy is attached by the tongue. In... And, like, he's standing on, like, a stool thing, and he's in the subway tunnel, and basically, because he lied on the stand a bunch of times and jailed innocent people, he has to choose between his tongue, so he has to rip out his tongue, or he'll get hit by um, a train. The three train. The three train. (laughs) Um, In the metropolitan, the city is called Metropolitan. (laughs) Which I guess is the is city New from York. all the Saw movies. Yeah, I guess. But it's but, based on New York. Um, So that's the first trap, and he loses. <laughs> um, He, like, well, he rips it out, like, the, the, like, basically the moment that the train comes. And explodes him. Yeah. So. Leaves a gory mess of just, like, body parts. Yeah. So that, um, I probably would fail. Honestly, I don't think I could jump. Well, maybe I could jump. I don't think I would want to live a life without my tongue. Yeah. Um, this, the next one is the guy wakes up and basically he's going to be electrocuted. God, this one is And he has to bite down on this, like, weird contraption that controls, like, it pulls his fingers off, basically. That one, I would do. Yeah. It looked you really You would do gnarly. that? Dude, I'd rather... Okay. You First would do all, that? I'd be... Cho- okay, this is You're the thing. You're psycho, bro. I would be... Dude, okay. No, that's the That one, one for like, me, I'm one. like... That one for me, I'm like, this seems like the easiest choice. Like, okay, buy fingers, don't give a fuck. I do mean... you know how bad that would hurt? It would hurt really bad, but you're chewing down on a fuck. He's chewing down on a bite plate. You just go, Aah! like, you're biting the whole time. Like, you, that's like, you probably would break your fucking teeth in reality because you'd be biting down so hard. And he fails because he kind of, like, takes some breaks and stuff. And I'm like, just fucking send it, bro. You it are already hating. starting. I don't. I think you underestimate uh, your tolerance for pain. Basically, Haley thinks as long as you can bite down on something that she's invincible. She can, she can take any amount of pain as long as you're biting. <laughs> this is insane. For me, that thing. So it's like a, it's like gears that are yeah. cranking along this like medieval fucking stretch trap that's gonna stretch his arms to the point where his fingers rip off because the traps are like chinese finger traps Mm -hmm. on the ends of his fingers like tugging until his fingers start to rip off and it happens so slowly because of these old like giant gears turning that you're feeling the skin and everything just like slowly stretch they show it yeah it's it's not i'm like if you had that much time, you would have, most of these saw traps, you would have just passed out from fucking... From pain. From shock. And, yeah. You would you would have just passed out. Yeah. I've been in extreme pain before and passed out. Yeah. I went, There was one time where I broke my hip that was really traumatic when I was younger, and 
I was like in and out of consciousness basically because I was in so much pain. So I feel like with most of these traps, like I mean, they're so they look so painful and ridiculous. Yeah, no. You would have passed the fuck out and probably died. Yeah, much quicker than a lot of these characters. Yes, that, but in the hypothetical sense, I could do the finger trap. <laughs> that finger trap is fucked up. I was, yeah. There's no way in hell you would catch me pulling my finger off. There's no cut or anything. It's just yeah. getting pulled off slowly. Your um, whole finger. Yeah, no, it was bad. The next one that's, I wouldn't do. That's my least favorite one. Yeah. The next one I would not do is basically like she can either choose to make herself paralyzed for the rest of her life or have hot wax poured on her until she dies. So, um, she has hot wax poured on... All of the cops die, basically. So, she dies. Then the next one is more of a test for Chris Rock where the guy that he ratted out like, that he said was doing fucked up shit, like, he killed a fucking witness, um, and he went to jail and all that shit, um, that guy, that basically ruined his career, and, like, was the reason why, I mean, like, there's a lot of reasons why, like, whatever. Okay, that guy, who's a total dickhead, was trapped on, like, one of those bottle recycling thingies, and basically all of these glass bottles were, like, going through this thing, and then it was, like, shooting this guy with glass. Glass shards. And Chris Rock had to figure out how to free him, and he tried to free him, but he failed because he couldn't figure out where the key was, which was in the trash. It said... You can but choose you, to... you couldn't... If you were in that trap, you couldn't save yourself. It would be up to someone else. To yeah, save. exactly. So the the test was more for Chris Rock. So it was, you can... You can... So you're saying you would choose. pass this one or no? Like, you would save Oh, I would... Well, this is the thing. When you're thinking under pressure, I would save the person, probably. Even if it meant getting glass shards shot at you? Well, the what Chris Rock did when he eventually did figure it out, because the guy was like, you can... Um, throw away, like, leave him for dead and throw away the key. And then Chris Rock was like, huh? And then, like, the guy got shot, like, three cycles. And then Chris Rock realized that the key was in the trash. And then he used the trash to, like, guard him. I mean, he was getting glass on his face and shit still, but it wasn't, like, enough to, like, kill Chris Rock or anything. But he freed him, but he died. So, I guess I would fail it just because, like, I can't think like that under pressure. I'm a dumbass, so. Um, then the final trap was, or, yeah, it was, like, more of a test for Chris Rock. His dad, who is played by Samuel L. Jackson, was, like, basically in this, like, blood trap, and it's revealed that the guy from The Handmaid's Tale was the person, the puppet master the whole time. Because... Chris Rock's partner shot Handmaid Tail Guy's dad when Handmaid Guy, Handmaid's Tail Guy was like thirteen, and his dad was a witness, and he was trying to like testify against crooked cops, and the cop killed him, and uh, 
Chris Rock saw that the kid was there and basically was like, shh, like, don't make a sound because obviously if the cop knew that this kid saw this whole exchange, the cop, like, that kid would die, basically. So Chris, like, saved this kid and he's like, I knew you were, like, a good cop and then basically explained that, like, every single fucking person, including Chris Rock's own father, is corrupt and fucked up and, like, he, they need to team up and shit and what happened was, like, basically, like, Chris Rock had to shoot a target so that his dad could stop. He was, like, all attached to, like, these, like, things that were draining all of his blood. So Chris Rock had to shoot a target to freeze dad. And then he had to choose, like, it was, like, this weird thing where he had to choose between, like, killing the Handmaid's Tale guy, letting him get away, teaming up with him, all this shit. But the Handmaid guy fucking called the cops so a SWAT team came and then all of a sudden there was like this whole mechanism that hoisted Samuel L. Jackson back up had it was like a puppet like he was literally a a human puppet holding a gun and the police like shot him up and Chris Rock was like screaming and then the guy fucking was escaping and he looks at Chris Rock and he just gives him like the shush and then it's the end and then it's the 21 Savage song spiral and then you're like that's what made me think that there would be a sequel is that he gets away yeah I mean there could be he gets away and he also mentions teaming up with Chris Rock multiple times both of them are still alive yeah I'm assuming Chris Rock probably thinks that He's going to get killed by the Jigsaw Killer, the new Jigsaw Killer, if he doesn't help him. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. So. It's almost like this new Jigsaw Killer has chosen Chris Rock as his protege. Yeah. Because he sees that they both are, believe in, like, what, they have the same moral standard. Yeah. Or, set of ethics to where they believe they know right from wrong. Yeah. And they share common ground about what's right and wrong. Obviously, like, yeah, the things that those cops were doing were wrong or whatever, and Chris Rock's character just, like, basically, quote, snitched on his fellow police officers. Mm -hmm. But really, he was just doing what you should do, which yeah. is report crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, yeah. Should we... Do you have any other thoughts? What did you like better, the original Saw or Spiral? Um, I think, honestly, the original Saw, just because... With Spiral, like... So, basically, like, The Handmaid's Tale guy was Chris Rock's partner, and I knew as soon as that guy got on screen, I was like, there's gonna be some kind of twist with him. I don't I don't buy anything this guy's saying. Yeah, the twists are better in Saw. Yeah, the first Saw, I'm just literally like, I, it was a fucking, it was crazy. And I was like, oh my god, this is like not what I expected at all. Um, both were great, but I will say that, uh, I, I will say I like the first Saw better. 
personally, but... The plot of Spiral is, like, more simplified. Honestly, like, the plot of Spiral, there's not that many twists. Yeah. There's one big twist, and it's so predictable. Yeah. The only twist at the end of Spiral that I didn't see coming was um, when... Samuel L. Jackson was hoisted back up and, like, made to, like, was a human puppet and stuff and, like, got shot up like that. Well, I knew, you're right, I didn't predict it would happen exactly that way, but I knew that he wasn't just going to survive. Yeah. Because Chris Rock didn't do what he was supposed to. He didn't complete the task. Yeah. Right? Well. Like, he. Yeah, he just didn't, um. The guy didn't, like, trust him or whatever. Yeah, like, he wasn't supposed to set his dad free. Like, that was him failing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, he was supposed to just let him die. He was, yeah, and join the new Jigsaw Killer. Yeah, yeah. Because the Jigsaw Killer explained what his dad had done that was so bad, and he was, like, testing how far Chris Rock was willing to go with, like, his morality because he turned in one cop for doing a fucked up thing, but his father, who was played by Samuel L. Jackson, was responsible for the entire system, the bill that was passed that allowed all of this stuff to happen. Like, the beginning of the domino fall was on Samuel L. Jackson, and Chris Rock couldn't kill it, bring it to kill him because it was his own father, so that was, like, his test, and he failed it. But Chris Rock didn't die. Yeah. He didn't. He was, like, kind of, like, it seemed like he was, like, arrested, but... Anyways. Do you you think that Spiral felt like a Saw movie? I would say, yeah. Now that you've seen a couple Saw movies and you saw Spiral? I would say, yeah. Do you think it fits in with the franchise? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's like, I mean, obviously there's, like, differences, major differences, but, like, they both got puppets, they both have pig's heads. (laughs) Yeah, I was was about to say, it seems to me like kind of a soft reboot. Yeah. Because they, I mean, he's doing all of the Saw killer things, and yet it's explained away as being a copycat killer, which it is, but that's just a convenient plot device to remake the series, Mm -hmm. but also have it tie in. Mm -hmm. Like, a copycat killer device, plot device, is just a way of, I mean, it's the same thing, it's just a different person, Yeah. but doing the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, it's kind of just a reboot, right? Yeah, you yeah. That? And yeah. there's, they update the jigsaw puppet, and this time it's a pig puppet. Yeah. It's a cop pig mm-hmm. puppet, which ties in with the Samuel L. Jackson character being yeah. puppeteered. Because mm-hmm. you keep seeing this, you see the strings mm-hmm. in this puppet. Mm-hmm. And it's a cop, and he like, there's this one shot where the puppet points a gun at the camera 
and when Samuel Jackson's character is strung up like a puppet and raises his arm with like a fucking bazooka attached to it, then they like quick cut to the the pig, scene of the, the pig puppet, puppet pig yeah. puppet raising its. I don't think the the puppet's design is as cool as the original jigsaw puppet. Mm-hmm. That original jigsaw puppet is iconic and weird and different than anything else I've seen. A pig cop, it's a little bit more generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the pig has a place in the franchise just through the use of the pig's head in the previous films. But, I don't know. It's it's kind of like, not as cool. Yeah. True. Why don't we rate Saw out of out of two <laughs> hack saws in the toilet. <laughs> okay. Um, out of two hack saws in the toilet. <laughs> How many hack saws? Um, I would give this one hack saw plus wow, a, a fist a fist in the shit part of the bowl. By accident, when he thought that that was what he was supposed to be reaching in, but he but he was actually supposed to be reaching in the top toilet hole. So, I would say that's like I would say that's like eighty <laughs> percent. Um, uh, because lots of twists and turns. Loved that great gore. Very interesting psychological dilemma. Like I said, loved the editing and filmmaking techniques. Um, and just, like, honestly, just was pleasantly surprised by Saw. I, I liked it a lot. I'm gonna give... I'm just gonna say fuck it and give it, um, two hacksaws in the toilet out of two. Hey. Or, let's say, one perfectly in working order hacksaw, mm. and one hacksaw that works for... Maybe like twenty strokes and then breaks. Yep. So So Adams has some. Let's give that a ninety percent. That's good. That's good. That's a good thing. That's a ninety percent of hack two hacksaws. So one and a broken one <laughs> that works to begin with. I like that. I feel like I've said a lot. Yeah, we about we, saw. we we love saw. Alright, let's wrap this shit up. So Y'all know where to fucking find us, okay? We got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, if you will. Um, We also are on Instagram. Please follow us, mpgp underscore podcast. Share with all of your friends. Get all of your friends to follow us. Let's get us to, like, fucking 20,000 followers or some shit like that. Come on, y'all. Like, let's do this. Come on. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that's that's it. That's Saw and Spiral and um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye.